Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste. Hey, Jenny, how are you? (laughs) I'm super, although today has been the most the most disorganizedly chaotic day for me. Yay! Which kind of is my PF Naughty Pile day, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Goes with the theme. So we want to, first of all, remind listeners to go to punkfuckers.com and look for next month's clue. Um, Yeah. So hopefully, I don't think it'll be too hard for people to guess about it, but we'll see. Um, I have to go look too because I don't remember. You don't. Oh my god! <laughs> What'll be funny is if you look at the clue and can't figure it out. <laughs> I mean, it will be pretty hilarious. But <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think PF Naughty Pile is kind of a a tough a tough one, right? Like it's it's not necessary. Yeah. I mean, the reason that things went in the naughty piles, we didn't want to do them. I mean, that is 100% the reason why, and it can be hard to go back and try and face it. Um, And sometimes you just decide to call it quits. Um, But I've had moderate luck with my naughty pile this month, um, which is shocking to me because I don't normally like to go back and revisit things. In fact, usually I don't bother with the naughty pile that goes straight into PF garbage can. Um, so, (laughs) So it's it's really hard for me to, to decide to try and resurrect something. And you'll see when we've talked about my naughty pile items that some of them are kind of cheats on the concept because I don't really keep a big naughty pile. So one example would be, um, I made this wonderful Chris Woods sews waterfall dress, which I, I very much loved, except for the part where you have to do math And I got the math wrong. And so I ended up with this beautiful yarn dyed dress that I I can barely sausage my body into, right? It's just not Mm -hmm. right for me because of the math. And because I'd already made some holes in it for belt loops, I decided to abandon that. But my version of making it a naughty pile garment was saying, instead of just stepping away from that pattern, which is so tempting when you mess it up. And in fact, the reason I haven't made any in a year is because the last one I made, I made mistakes on and said, well, to heck with this. And I've regretted not making more. So I, I pulled, I pulled it back out. I used a calculator to do the math because apparently as an accountant, that's what I need to do. And I made myself one out of a Narita Hansen uh, check that I picked up at domesticity in Maryland. So at create domesticity and I did the math right. It looks gorgeous. I get so many compliments on it and I love it. The only thing I don't care for about it is that the way it's the way that I'm wearing it, I'm most likely to only wear it in the autumn and in the winter. And so, so it's going to have to go into storage until next year. Once our cool weather, you know, ends. When I look at the picture, which we'll have in the show notes, which we have in the show notes um, of you in that plaid, I almost can see it with like a long sleeve shirt under it, you know, like it would be really cool. Uh I think that would be really nice. Plus you're also wearing boots in the picture. So 
it yeah. helps you kind of get that vibe for it from it. And I bet next year you'll get a lot of wear out of it. I think I will. I, I love it. it. It's kind of like tablecloth chic to me. It looks a lot like something I'd picture as like a picnic tablecloth, right? Yeah. But I love that about it. Yeah. Um, and of course, we've talked extensively about the one that I made, um, the, again, Chris Wood says parasol dress, where I just ran out of fabric. Yeah. And I set that one aside for months before picking it back up to try and accomplish it during this challenge. And then my last one's I don't know whether I, I, I debated whether it qualified for PF Naughty Pile. I did a test sew on the Duplantier dress by um, uh, LB Textiles, their new pattern. And it sewed up beautifully. It fit just exactly how it was supposed to. But the design of the dress is eight inches shorter than I can wear in my everyday life. Because mm-hmm. the way, basically, if I have a mid-thigh dress when I sit down, my bare butt is on the seat or my (laughs) underwear covered butt is on the seat. There's no dress underneath me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and that can be really awkward for both social outings, but more importantly, work outings. And so I stuck it in my closet. It was successful, but I, I naughty piled it, pulled it back out and stuck a contrast colored band of about eight or nine inches on it so that it's wearable for me, for work or every day where I can have some cloth under my bum when I sit down. So I was, I was excited by it. I love the addition that you put on there. I think that, that it it makes the dress. I mean, even if Mm -hmm. it, even if the length wasn't an issue that those two colors go really well, it's a gold color and a dark teal they go beautifully together. And I think that for me, the gold color on its own, isn't that interesting of a color to me, but with the teal, it really makes the gold more interesting too. I think it's a great, great addition to that dress. I thought it was a really good addition. I had actually bought those two pieces of silk mall together intentionally to use them in one garment and then changed my mind about what I was going to use them for when this test option came up. And so I'm, I'm glad that just by chance, that's sort of where I ended up. Now I have one that I hadn't listed because I became determined that this morning I was going to whip up something quick so I could have something to talk about that wasn't PF naughty. And, um, yeah, it, it isn't PF naughty. It's PF garbage can. It just, <laughs> it just didn't work out. So I decided to make, um, the, oh, it's tragic. I I'm choking up. It's just tragic. I decided to make my waddle skirt out of my wide whale corduroy. Oh and, yeah. And, and I found my iron and I used it. I got out my inner facing and I used it. I stay stitched, Beverly. I stay stitched. I followed every direction. And I'm not sure what went wrong, (laughs) but I can tell you when I got done, the waistband that you cut was easily eight inches too short for the resulting waste on my skirt. And my suspicion is that in spite of stay stitching, that there was growth there. Oh, and I was diligent about my five eighths of an inch seam allowances. Okay. Diligent, like ruler diligent. I was careful Mm -hmm. and it still didn't come out. I ended up having to take before I abandoned it, 
I took like four inches out of the waist to try and make it work. Mm -hmm. And it was still too short. And I'm like, well, I guess I could get the fabric and cut a long waistband, except that the problem was the waistband was the right size. The skirt wasn't. So I'm going to do some measuring on the pattern pieces to make sure that it really is that it just grew uncontrollably grew, which it may have done because the wide whale corduroy is relatively heavy. And even with the stay stitching, it's, it's a lot of drag hanging down and so on when I'm passing it through things, but it just, it was so wrong. On the other hand, I love the pockets on it. I liked all the construction techniques and the next one I try, because I am going to try it again, is going to be out of, um, the Merchant and Mills check linen that we bought, which sounds like a mistake because it's really spendy linen. And I understand that, but I'm going to be measuring everything as I go. And I may in fact interface the upper part of the skirt. I was going to suggest, I was going to say just at the, even if you used wash away. Well, yeah, I've got like that wash away stay tape. Yeah. Yeah. That would be perfect. Like stuff that you use under your embroidery or whatever that you rip away or whatever, just until you get your, your stay stitching done because just the way of the fabric, especially is, is that cut on the bias? Did you say that was cut on the bias? It's cut on the bias. Yes. So you got all that weight and a bias cut. Yeah. So I'm going to try it again and I'm going to use really, really expensive fabric that I really am going to be sad about when it doesn't work. But, um, but when it does work, this is how much faith I have in myself. When it does work, it's going to be stunning. That's so, so that, that was intended to be my glorious finished garment that I could go look at this amazing thing I made. And as it turns out, it was just another, it it ended up in the garbage. I literally, I couldn't even look at it anymore. I was so done. So yeah. And I'd done like, I'd done the, um, the linings on the pocket bags. I'd done those out of outer space flannel. I mean, I was so happy with the little things I'd done to make it special. And I had little sun buttons I was going to put on it. I, anyway, so tragic. (laughs) So have you had any luck being naughty this month? Well, I have a couple of different experiences. The first one, and I, I never talked about this make, which I'm kind of surprised about because it, it's a pattern that when it first came out, maybe a year ago, I was really excited about, which is the Helen's Closet March dress. And I had originally made some tops with that. Um, and I decided to make the dress version using a rayon crepe. So very, very drapey. And I was excited about it. I've had this rayon crepe for a long time. It's a it's a really p- pretty design with it's sort of abstract. It's a it's a blue, not quite navy, but a darker blue. And then um, it looks like sort of willow pattern of um, these stems coming up, but it definitely has a direction, right? Because the stem comes up and at the top is these leaf shaped things. Yeah, but it was printed on the cross grain. So That's it's so had, annoying. That is so annoying. So then this is very shifty fabric too, right? So I'm having to, th- that is like, when I got that out, I almost just said, well, forget it. I'm not making it then. Like, I'm not going to, I'll use something different. But because it was PF Naughty, I said, okay, I'm just going to do it now because it's the only chance it has of ever getting made into anything because it, it's really not that hard, right? You can just do it on the cross grain. It's a, woven fabric it can go on the cross grain it's just harder to cut because 
you don't right. have the normal folding and anyways. So, and everything fit luckily, like that was an, it was enough length for it to fit. Um, and so I was able to do it, um, but I did finish it and it's a nice floaty version. And as it gets a little bit warmer, I'll, I'll be able to wear it. I haven't worn it yet. It's the kind of thing the the, the, the fabric doesn't seem like it would look good with tights under it, but it also isn't warm enough to be worn bare legged at this point for me. So, um, that one, that one is a good naughty list thing. And, um, I don't have any photos of it yet. I didn't take any pictures of it yet. I need to, um, the second is I'm calling it a PF naughty list fail, but is it really a fail? If I've moved something out of the naughty list, I moved it out of the naughty list and into the trash. So it's no longer in my head. Um, I got this ready to wear bathing suit. And I thought all I had to do was change the neckline on it because it had this weird neckline. It had, so the two, the, the bodice in the front, the two like triangle pieces that come up the top, it, they went into a circle and it was like a circle around your neck. And it, it was just uncomfortable to me. And so I figured I could just connect the back straps. Right. So I tried doing that. And when I did that, um, it made all sorts of other problems. It made gape, lots of gaping and puckers and just all sorts of weird stuff. And sure, I could fix all those things, but it was a bargain bin last yeah. year kind of thing in the first place. And I I don't really care enough about it. So no, it um, was just time to say goodbye. I said goodbye to it. So that's done. Um, so the last one, I, it hardly counts, but we, we, one of the reasons we made the episode about using quilting cottons is because I was struggling to use them. And so they were kind of naughty listed for me. This is kind of a stretch here, but I did make those shorts for Jim and um, I'm really glad that I did. And I could see you could, you could do a lot um, with that mm-hmm. for making uh, shorts. And then my not naughty thing that I've done, I've only done this one thing in recently because I've been very busy. I made my very first Ogden can me by true bias. And which is still shocking to me. That feels yeah. like one you should have made a dozen of by now. I know it, right? Um it's I think for many sewists it's a pattern that they have like on their table for when they have extra scraps that is just enough. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of, if it's going, if you're using it as a cami, you can kind of mix and match things, you know, it doesn't have to all be the same. And so it's a really good scrap buster and it's very popular in the sewing community. Um, but I immediately saw now for, for jammies, it'd be fine, but I immediately saw for something that I would wear by itself, straps were not wide enough for me because they're spaghetti straps and, um, yeah you know, I don't have a bra that's got spaghetti straps, you know? So, um, I made them a little <laughs> bit wider. I think I talked about on here, how I plan to make it wider and I did make it. It's hard for me to remember if I actually talked about it or if it was one of the three times that we thought we were recording and we weren't. And then we weren't. Yeah. It, it gets, I think it gets a little confused sometimes. I agree. Well, I'm really glad that you did that. Well, and I do have a question for you. So the mm-hmm. way that it is, the way it, it's, the way it's constructed. Have you made one before? I have not. Okay. So the way it's constructed is that you, you lay, 
you lay down the front bodice, let's say, and then the strap on top of it and then the liner. Yeah. And then sew along that. Right. Yeah. So, and, and then sew the sides and then do the same with the back and it all, it, you know, you sew the whole thing that way. Right. Well, the liner for me, I don't think it comes to the greatest spot. And so I was thinking like, is it, um, is it like straight across above your bust or it's, it's is it too long or too short? It's, Oh, I could use your trick with the elastic. Yes, you could. If I made it longer. I could make it a little yep. longer and use my trick. The other thing I was thinking of is using a floatier material and making it a little bit longer than the outside. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's another option for sure. And then the other the other thing is, could I actually bind it with bias binding if it has the straps? Well, I mean, yes, but you'd well, okay, so yes but I don't think you'd be happy with the results I think you'll be happier if you figure out how to make the lining work I think it would be awkward because obviously you you'd have to either well you'd end up having to bind around the straps effectively or come up with a different solution for where they sit because that's not how bias tape works right it folds over the whole edge so you could attach your straps afterwards and, you know, sew them along the side to make them work or other things, but you're not going to be as happy with that. I think you'll be happier if you figure out a way to make the, the way they've done the facing work. Yeah. So I, so I had that one idea and the other idea I have when I'm, if I make this with a sturdier fabric, like with linen or something is that I could make the facing shorter and sew it. Yeah, absolutely. I think you could do that for sure. Yeah. So, um, speaking of, I noticed, uh, this week on made by Ray's, uh, Instagram feed, they had an image of, uh, the trillium dress, which is one that, that I love where they'd done something that had never even occurred to me when they put their facing on, they made it a contrast color and put it on the outside. And so that shaped facing uh-huh. Whether you do the keyhole shape here or not, you have a shaped facing uh-huh. and it's on the outside in a contrasting color. And I thought it was just gorgeous. And I haven't looked at their blog to see the details on how they chose to do that. But that's one where you could bias bind around the outer edge of the facing, apply the mm-hmm. facing so that it's exposed on the outside and then stitch it down and it would be super cute. And I say bias bind, but of course, immediately in my head, you could use micro pom-poms and (laughs) have them go around the outer edge. So it'd be absolutely adorable. So that's now on my list of things I'm going to have to figure out how to do. That sounds like fun. So there are a few new patterns that we wanted to talk about. And there are, you talk about the first one, because this is pretty exciting. It's a super exciting. So um, Mimi G um, is one of the high muckety mucks in pattern design at uh, three of the big four companies, one of the group, one of the big group companies. Um, and one of the things that I've talked to her privately and that she's discussed at least somewhat on her own Instagram is size and the lack of inclusion in big four patterns. And um, her new Mimi G designs or Mimi G style line of patterns are being released 
pretty much right now. I haven't been able to find them on the Simplicity website, for example, but they are available in some stores already. Wow. Um, and if you go off and look at a couple of the new ones, you're going to find a familiar face. Aronica from Needle and the Bell yes. is a cover model for two of Mimi G's newest patterns. And while I haven't seen them in person yet, I haven't seen the envelopes in person. When I eat, I messaged Aronica to ask how high the sizes went. She indicated they were going to a 34W, but it is certainly more expansive than any Mimi G pattern outside of the one pattern that Style Arc did with Mimi G. Um, you can find those by by looking for Mimi G patterns uh, in your Simplicity Spring Lookbook. And uh, in this case, there are two patterns here. One is for a top and a skirt that has it's sort of a cropped top, so you can get a little slice of belly, which is something I love. And um, a long-sleeved, uh, above-the-knee dress that looks like it's a wrap style. It may not be a true wrap. It may be a faux wrap. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. Um, but it's gorgeous. And, of course, Veronica is absolutely fabulous, um, as ever, in her modeling. I'm so excited. Um, so excited. It's really great to see. And I'm hoping it's the start of something big, so to speak. If you are <laughs> someone uh, who cares for those styles, buy them and uh, buy, buy them in the, the larger sizes if, if that's something that you can use because that's how we get more. Yeah, We get more by proving that when they make it, we will come. So yeah. that's awesome. That's, that's great. Yeah, I okay. agree. So there's a few more new patterns out right now. Um, Tilly and the Buttons, who now has two size bands and they have a new <laughs> pattern called the Aaron Dungarees, which for Americans are overalls. They're the kind of overalls that have, so there's a couple of cool things about this. I think the, so you can do the straps as like tie at the top or like the, she has it also styled where they kind of go through where you'd have a buttonhole and tied a knot in the front. Um, so right. that's, that's cute. And this, the pockets you're gonna love, Jenny, because the pockets are those ones that come in the waist. They look those really are my cute. absolute favorite little pockets. I agree. Those are wonderful, wonderful little pockets. I'm so tempted by that um, pattern. That the the one. So there's two models on the front. One is a plus size model. One's a straight size model. And the plus size model is wearing this kind of animalish print. Like I think it's mm -hmm. kind of leopardy print, but in a dark magenta and pink coloring. Uh -huh. It really reminds me of that giraffe print I got of the front, the tinsel twill. And I think it would be really cute, but every pair of overalls that I make, I think I'm going to love and I never wear them. I don't like them. That's my problem is that I, in the end, I don't end up loving them, but these appear to be made out of um, a variety of woven and low stretch fabrics. So it's something that would be perfect for a French Terry, which might be a lot of fun. Oh. Um, and of course you can do a shorts version or the longer version as well. Um, and as you say, they, they can tie through the buttonhole or tie at straps over your shoulder, like at the top of your shoulder as well. Do you know what British people call shorts overalls? No. They call them play suits. Oh, that's adorable. If I would actually play in them, that would be so fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, a, to me, it seems like a really great one. Um, 
And I, I'm excited by the possibility of it, but as you know, I'm not really, I don't really keep my overalls. I make them, I think I'm going to wear them and then I don't at all. So, um, but I am kind of working on that because I've got some plans for some fun little tops right now, which means I'm going to need things to wear them with. So who knows it could happen. Now, the next one is the style arc Trini woven dress which I think is going to be just super cute. I've ordered it already and I, I believe I've had the pattern printed, but I'm not positive because the plotted pattern is amazing and they all come the next day. And then I put them somewhere, usually with fabric. I think I'll use them with that doesn't always mean I can find them again. So I'm not sure on that. I'll have to double check, but, um, but I absolutely love this dress. It's got, um, a waistband that has like where you gather at the bottom of the bodice gathers and attaches to the waistband. And then for one version of it, you also have gathering at your high neck. It's definitely um, a high round neck with gathering and a, like a neck band that goes around it with little extended shoulders. It's not even a cap sleeve. It's just the, the shoulder is sort of a little bit out from your shoulder. And then there's the other version, which I, I like that style cap sleeve more than just regular grown on sleeves with the weird yeah. thing under the arms. I like that. That I like the shape of that. That's really cute. I do too. Although I think I'd be real tempted to shove some shoulder pads in there just because I think it would be super fun. Looks like maybe she did. And she yeah. may have, I think it's an yeah. option. Yeah. And I think the shoulder pads would make that a lot of fun. Um, I don't like a neckband that's quite that high. And they have another option that's where the neck is equally high, but it's faced. But it'd be super easy to drop that faced neckline. The one that's gathered, I have a little bit more concerns about whether I'd be able to, in a way that I was satisfied with, add the appropriate neckband to it. But maybe if you did just a simple bias binding mm-hmm. and drop the neckline some, you might have more success there. And the skirt looks like it's just a gourd skirt that comes yeah. down um, just above ankle, maybe three inches above ankle. And then it's got a um, a, ba- a hem band on the bottom of it as well. I think it looks so cute. I just, am I going to wear it? I don't know. So to me, I look at it and I think, um, when I think about you and how you'd wear it, I look at it and I think it's kind of like the Anna. It might be something that could be worn for a formal event or a wedding or something where you wanted to get dressed up a little bit, but maybe not to the night, you know, and you could shorten that skirt as well if you felt that the length was too long. Mm -hmm. And in addition to just shortening it, the other thing you could do is to steal from another by hand London one is you might be able to, depending on how straight it gets towards the bottom, to be able to put folds in it to make it sort of a little more interesting, like the Tamsin. Tamsin. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Anyway, I I really do like it. Yeah. It's really cute. And I'm tempted for sure. Um, Yeah. I might have to do that. I don't, I don't know how much I'd wear it, but I do really think it looks nice. And, um, and I think that, the so style arc i think they just use themselves for the their models they don't yeah. have any models and i think they're the people that i think they're the, my height so when i see them I, I oh that'll probably look about like that on me so um yeah they're definitely a very different height and proportion than i am because everything <laughs> i make is so weirdly off but in terms of height yeah the, the body size part i can usually 
using their their uh, body measurements versus finish measurements, I can tell how something will fit me. I don't mm-hmm. find there to be a problem in that way, but the the length of everything is always radically different than my own body length. Yeah. <laughs> So another new one um, is Closet Core has what they're calling the Chez Moi collection. It's a collection of underwears, bralettes, slips, robes, and bundles are available so you can take advantage of a discount there. I look at this and I think I really, really want to make myself a gazillion of the slips and the robes. And I will probably never wear them, but I will have so much fun knowing they're in my, my wardrobe and available as options because it's so cute. I want to live the life where those are things that I wear. I know. I really, it's aspirational. So the one thing is, as you know, from coming to my house, my shower is downstairs that I use. And so I do use a robe, um, most of the time. Um, and so I would like, I think I would like a summer one because my, my robe right now is a winter one. I do like that. I do have Helen's Closets robe too, but um, I like that. I like that version. I really like this one. <laughs> the max size on that is 60, 53, 63, and fabrics suitable for that collection are available from Core Fabrics. And um, I think that uh, that's kind of neat. That's a That's a good pairing there to have you know, to sell the fabrics for that, because especially actually those kind of items sometimes are hard to find good fabrics that will work well with them. Now, do you think your style maker magical jersey would work? Oh, you mean for the underwear and stuff? Well, for the robe and the nightie and. Oh, I guess I don't think of those, the robe and nightie as knit stuff. Oh, I just assumed they were. Oh, I thought that was like a bias slip dress kind of thing. Oh my um, goodness. Well, I'm heading over to find out right yeah. now. Yeah, cut entirely on the bias. I'm super disappointed. I wanted a little sexy ribbed sort of a thing, but I still love it. And the robe too? Well, yeah, the robe, the robe too. And they're suggesting open weave like linen or cotton gauze. It'd be perfect for my lightweight linen that you don't like but I would like it for that. So it, it would be really I good for like that. that. I just didn't like that. It was see-through. Well, I mean, I think you would love it in all the colors it comes in. So you should okay. definitely do that. do that. Anyway, that looks like a really great collection. I'm, I I'm think very excited. I, I like that when I kind of like it when pattern companies put out collections, I understand why they do them one by one. First of all, it's a lot of work to do, but I, I kind of like this little collection because you can, I don't know. I, I'm inclined to buy them together to like go to go with each other. I do like the way that they bundled it. I also appreciate how many different pattern companies do put an effort in their Instagram feed, particularly to make sure you understand how different things would work together. Yeah. Even if they're not selling them bundled, Mana and Broad puts a lot of effort into yeah. showing the different ways you can take four pieces and wear them at the same time. Five, if you count the underwear, six, if you count the bra. And Mm -hmm. so I I really enjoy getting to see that. Um, So yeah, definitely helps you to know what, what kind of value you might be able to add there. And I think the last one we wanted to call out, do you spot somebody, you know, in the Of course I do. Made for Mermaids is... Uh, regularly uses pictures of friend of the show, Florence, FT Mom 3 from Instagram. 
um, because she she does a lot of their I think pattern testing and sew ups in order to in order to uh, show what these look like on bodies that are larger, which is yes. wonderful. And this top, I think it's a cute top. So it's called Thea Pleated Top. And what I think, I think you might like this, Jenny, because I can totally see you adding a skirt to the bottom of this and making a cute dress because it, it also has a waistband with, I don't know if that's pleats or, or gathering in there. I guess it's pleated. It says pleated front bodice with shaped front waistband, three neckline. This is one thing about uh, mermaid made for mermaids and like, um, patterns for pirates. Yeah. They make so many different options. Right. Um, and, and Ellie and Mac and stuff, they, they have so many of them. So this one has three neckline options, two back bodice options, a solid or a peekaboo. And they have a center seam in the back and there's tie waist and all sorts of stuff. There's five sleeve options that come with it. Um, so there's a, there's a YouTube video, um, and they said there's a playlist. There's a playlist. Is that what there's you're a playlist. To to while you're making it? Absolutely. And uh, this one's good through a full bust 60 inches, um, which is going to be your most relevant measurement, of course, for, for a top. Yes. Um, it's super cute. I have, I have, I'm starting to make a bunch of tops, which means I've got to figure out the skirt thing. Yeah. And the next skirt that I'm going to test um, outside of the waddle, which I am going to get right next time, um, is the Style Arc Richmond utility skirt, which I have cut out and waiting for me this weekend. That's good. This Maybe. If I find well time. With, I think this would also go well with that elemental that you made from... Oh, I'm sure it would. I agree with you. I think it'd be great with that. And the elementals one, I've got to go back and make in some solids so that I have have it ready to wear with things. Because right now I've only done it in sort of outrageous prints. Okay. Well, so, I'm sure. Anyway. Okay. So this is our going to be the last episode of March. So that means that we should talk about what some other people have done for PF Naughty List. We absolutely should. And I, of course, have screwed this up all month long. I keep forgetting whether it's PF Naughty List or Naughty Pile. So we're counting both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say it interchangeably because I call it the Naughty Pile. But yeah, anyways, yeah. it's either one. So the first so, one. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. No, start that? up. Tell us. Okay. Tell us. The first one I want to call out is sewing with cats. And I don't know if you noticed, but um, she's wearing your fat icon shirt. Absolutely. That one's available um, from, I think it's Kelly B. And it is a wonderful shirt. I do love the fat icon tee. Well, in addition to that, that's not their, their um, PF Naughty entry. The PF Naughty entry is for a pair of pants made from this Ponty fabric that they got from Fabric Wholesale Direct, which I agree, Fabric Wholesale Direct does have really nice Ponty, by the way. Um, and it's naughty because of ne neglected fabric. And I think that's really good when you have a neglected fabric and it's sitting there staring you at the face. And then finally you say, I'm going to use it. And it sounds like they're really happy with what they did. Yeah, that's wonderful. And they do look very satisfied. And of course, have also an amazing hooked rug behind them hanging on the wall oh, with two that. kitty cats. 
intertwining tails in front of a moon on a fence. Um, (laughs) So all the details. It's so funny because my first pick is Jamila Singer, who's also working on joggers. And this is one of those where the challenge was adapting the Arden pattern from Wovens uh, to a knit, a knit fabric. And um, they quite a while to t- to decide to tackle this idea of taking a woven pattern and turning it into a knit pattern. And that's what landed it on the naughty list. I like those, those jogger pants. Um, they're very similar to the Hudson pants, but a little mm-hmm. bit different. And I really like them. They look very cozy. And they're wearing uh, one of my favorite shirts, which is a Grover shirt from the book there's a monster at the end of this book and uh, Grover has his hand head thrown back with his hand dramatically over his forehead saying, you turned the page. <laughs> and I, I love it. I love it so much. And then you find <laughs> out that Grover's the monster. I know. <laughs> okay. So the next one that I have is this Tandaretti is how that I would say their Instagram handle, which is T-A-N-D-A-R-A-D-Y. They fixed a dress that they weren't wearing because the pattern matching was not, she didn't like it. So interestingly, I look, they they said swipe to see the original. And I guess I can kind of see, which is basically just that the, in the original, the pattern was, it was the similar pattern right next to it, you know, so you could see that right. it was off. And so they fixed it on this. And that's so great because they took something that they weren't wearing because it bothered them that that the pattern wasn't matched right and turned it into something that they are wearing. Which is like the best when you can make it happen. It really is. Now, my next pick kind of falls in lines with some of the things we talked about at the top of the show. This is Detroit, D-E-T-R-O-Y-I-T. And um, their picture is of an item that is on the naughty list still, so far as I can tell. And it's because they chose a wool blend fabric for this particular coat. This is the Pendleton 1949 jacket, which is... Um, paper only and sold at the Pendleton Wool Mill Store in Milwaukee, Oregon. Okay. So it comes in two sizes up to a 61.5 inch hip. They've made it before successfully in denim and love it, but chose to make it out of this wool blend and cannot understand why they picked this ever. And so it's on the naughty list. It still hasn't been hemmed. It hasn't been finished with the buttons or the pockets or any of those things because it, it just hasn't, it doesn't bring happiness. No joy. So I got to say, although it doesn't bring them any joy, I think that is a cool looking jacket. Like I really like it. And it is. I agree. Maybe they'd like to sell it to me. (laughs) (laughs) But that is, I mean, that is the thing with the naughty list, right? Some things end up on it and it's, it's not about, it's not about whether or not it has value in the world so much Mm -hmm. as it is that it just isn't right for you in that moment. Sometimes that can be fixed later. Yes. Well, that's interesting because my third and final um, call out here is from String Thing. And this is something that uh, they're calling an unintentional naughty list. So in January 2021, they made a toile and threw it in the naughty pile because uh, she was dissatisfied with it. So recently she went back and looked at the photos and couldn't see what was wrong with it. So she tried these pants on and was like, oh, 
they're great. Like they, they fit. And so it's the easiest naughty list to wardrobe transformation ever. <laughs> Just giving it a pause and trying it on again. I really, yeah. really love it. That's really and cool. And of course, I, I cannot, for whatever reason, I'm so enchanted by somebody or other's mom and their posts that are entries, typically a huge, long series of ups and downs and tragedy and comedy. And I really, really enjoy it. And in this particular case, um, uh, Lori had a shirt that had fallen by the wayside, gotten stalled because they still had to feed the elastic into the cup and do the buttonholes. And they were intimidated by doing the buttonholes. Lori has um, a, a new to her machine that came with one of those Singer buttonholers. Oh. And Lori had just been nervous about pulling it out and doing it. So one Saturday morning, we were sewing together. And I was like, just do it, do it, do it. And she did. And she was happy with the results and was able to pull this one back out of the naughty pile. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. And sometimes when you're stuck, it can help to sew with someone. So almost everyone listening to the podcast probably has access to another human being. They could just bounce the ideas off of. And it's really, really helpful. I know you and I help each other pretty regularly on Mm -hmm. things we're either stuck on or not sure about doing or whatever. I get inspiration all the time from people I've met through Instagram, Sarafornia often inspires. Um, I've chosen to pick up projects specifically because Fat Thighs and Mermaid Pants has made something and so on. So it's it's neat when that happens. And in this case, it, it just happened to also result in a final project. Yeah. So that's nice. So you still have a few days, even when this comes out, this comes out, what, on I think the 28th. And so there's still a few le- yeah. days left in March uh, to enter into this. And what are our prizes this month? So this month, our prizes are being offered by Chris Wood Sews and Sew House 7. And for each, it's a free pattern this month, which Yay. is super exciting. These are um, companies that we really enjoy, that we've enjoyed uh, making things from. And we're so glad that they're willing to sponsor Uh, people who enter into the competitions that we offer. It's really neat to see that support for the sewing community that we're all a part of uh, making better. So, And if you have enjoyed this podcast and would like to support our show, you can go to patreon.com slash punkfrockers. And that link is in the show notes. And um, we'd be happy to have you over there where we've got a brand new episode coming, a bonus episode coming out April 1st. Absolutely. And we have our very first tiny gift that we'll be sending to patrons who are friends with gifts. Um, and that'll be coming out uh, in the beginning week of April as well. And that'll that'll show up in your mailbox suddenly and unexpectedly. And this is available to the first 20 um, friends with gifts. And we won't be repeating this one. This is a Patreon exclusive for, for those subscribers. So thank you for being a part of that. Thank you for helping us um, to make uh, to make the content that we do. We appreciate it. It'd be great if you could take a moment out of your day to review us, but also um, if you're not up for popping a review onto Apple or Spotify or wherever it is you get your podcast, uh, give some thought to sharing um, our shows in your stories on Instagram or elsewhere so that more people know about it and are able to participate and join us in uh, in what it is we're doing here. That'd be awesome. Yes, thank you so much. Okay, Jenny. See, See you, you next Tuesday. Tuesday. 
Punk Frackers is created, produced, and edited by Beverly Baptiste and Jenny Hassler. On Instagram, you can find the podcast at Punk Frackers. You can find Jenny at J.O. Hassler and Beverly at Weeds to Wildflowers. Our artwork and music is created and performed by Jim Duran. You can find him on Instagram and his website at jimduran.art.